Percy, we all get tired from time to time, both physically and spiritually as well. Uh, it's important that we recharge our spirit, isn't it? Absolutely, my friend. Just like a great athlete who's in training or, or on the field of competition, we must find a source that replenishes our energy so that we can continue on. And so this is also true for those who are fighting and battling cancer. I think we need to talk a little bit more about this today in Finding Strength. Let's do it. And we will. We think we can give you some help. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute-designated comprehensive cancer center. Information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Welcome to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Pastor P. Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope. I'm Wayne Shepherd here with Pastor P. And I tell you, this is, uh, this is something we all need. We need to recharge our batteries. We all know that, Percy. Absolutely. We get tired. You know, we're out there grinding day to day. And it's the same is true for people who are battling cancer. They get weary uh, on the road of recovery, on the word, road of treatment. And so we need to talk about how to find strength and how to renew our strength in the midst of our processes as we go from day to day. It's certainly important physically to do that, but there's a spiritual sense to this as well. Oh, absolutely. Even more so the case because, uh, again, we realize that the Bible says that we war not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and spirits and high places, uh, that there is a spiritual battle. There is a spiritual dimension to uh, being depleted and being tired. And so we need to recharge our spiritual battery as well as our physical battery. All right. We're going to talk with a guest here in a few moments today that uh, has been with us before and has offered such great help that we've asked her to come back. And we're going to ask her to come back in the future as well. I can tell you that right now. Reverend T.N. Brown will be with us here in just a few moments as you listen to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Got a question you want to pose to our listeners, Percy? Yeah, in relationship to today's conversation about uh, being renewed in our strength, I thought the question would be simply this. Where do you draw your strength from? Where do you draw your strength from when you're tired and depleted, whether that's physical and certainly spiritually speaking? Where do you draw your strength from? Why don't you answer the question uh, at your convenience, of course, but uh, make a note to answer the question at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Connect, and then you'll have a chance to type in your response. And we do read these. We use them in forming new topics here at Health, Hope, and Inspiration. So thanks for doing that. It only takes a few moments. healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, before we uh, get to some scripture here and before we jump into today's topic, I know we have a lot of new listeners who have come along in the last few months here listening to this podcast. I think they'd like to know a bit more of what you do and why you do what you do. Well, you're right. Yeah. And again, thank you for all of those who have subscribed, our new subscribers. We appreciate you so very much as we continue to grow this audience and and this platform. But, you know, in the context of obviously this weekly podcast, uh, I also have uh, the great uh, honor of being able to have a relationship with all of the uh, pastoral care representatives at our facilities, our, our internal hospitals uh, in Chicago and Phoenix, Arizona, and in Goodyear, uh, Goodyear, Arizona, and in Atlanta, Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, in helping to just uh, uh, be a mechanism of support uh, for the spiritual care that is provided to patients who walk through the front doors of our facilities and at the bedside. 
Uh, I was a chaplain, you know, for 18 years, and I still maintain that relationship with the chaplains and the managers of those departments uh, who greet uh, those of you who uh, either listen to the show or, or, or may be coming to Cancer Treatment Centers of America uh, to provide your spiritual support and needs as you desire it, your family. Uh, we have chapels. We have chapel services uh, that are conducted on a weekly basis. Uh, we have all sorts of uh, faith representations of uh, various different faith communities, the Jewish community, uh, the Jehovah Witness community, obviously the Christian community. And uh, I have the uh, the awesome uh, privilege of being able to work with those gentlemen and those uh, women inside of our facilities every day, providing internal spiritual support to our patients as well as our stakeholders. Yeah, and you started the Our Journey of Hope program, which we'll talk about a bit later in the program here today. So check it out online at Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Com. We appreciate Pastor P so much and what you do, Percy, uh, mm. not only in this podcast, but with your entire ministry there as director of faith-based programs. Okay, let's uh, let's share some scripture that will set the tone for our conversation to come. Yep. Our spiritual nugget for today is 2 Thessalonians, the third chapter, verse 3. Very quickly, it says, but the Lord, but the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. Because today we're talking about renewing our strength, particularly spiritually speaking, and again, how to do that. So with that, this scripture reminds us that God is faithful to us, and he is, and that he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. And so with that, we're gonna let that be our guiding force spiritually that'll help frame the conversation that we'll have here shortly. We'll hear the guest coming up on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. A moment ago, I mentioned our journey of hope. According to the National Cancer Institute, approximately 39% of men and women will be diagnosed with cancer at some point during their lifetimes. So caring for people living with cancer is a growing need in every church today. To address this issue, we've developed the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network to equip and empower every Christian leader to better meet this great need. If you're a pastor or leader in your church, we want to invite you to join our growing family of informed ministry leaders in the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network. Joining the network is free. When you sign up, you'll receive online access to exclusive leaders' resources. There's information about ministry training opportunities, and you'll receive our informative monthly email newsletter. So visit our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on the Our Journey of Hope logo at the top of the page and join the Ministry Leaders Network today. Well, hey, 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 this is Reverend Percy McRae, Pastor P, uh, the cancer pastor, and I am back with... Uh, a friend of ours, my friend. I call her my friend, and just based upon what she does and where she goes, I want to I want to travel with this lady because she is doing amazing work for God uh, throughout the world. Her name is Reverend T. Ann Brown. She's the vice president of Guide Post. You guys know what Guide Post is. You know the little booklet we used to get with all of those great inspirational stories and 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 moving uh, quips uh, of allowing people to be spiritually nurtured. She's the vice president of that organization with regard to what she does. And she's been sharing time with us. She's been with us before. Uh, she's been through her own health care challenge and scare. and She's talked about that. But she's here to provide us with some insight, again, around spiritual tools, the way uh, uh, how we can be nurtured and encouraged in our faith. And so first and foremost, welcome back, Reverend Tian, my friend. I like to say my friend. How you doing, my dear? I am doing well, my friend. It's so glad to be back with you. Thank you for having me. Well, good, good. Well, with that, I pray that you're doing well, that you're awesome. I'm sure you're reaching the, the four corners of the world in your own way. And uh, 
we wanted to bring you back, and and so you're here. And I wanted to talk a little bit about renewing one's strength while on a cancer journey because being a cancer patient can be tiring. Uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, people can get tired. Yes, people can get tired uh, while uh, battling and fighting. And, you know, many cancer patients and their caregivers may experience getting weary uh, along the way of their journey. I know that, again, when I was diagnosed and when I had my surgery, I had a third of my colon removed. You know, and it's true because there is a fatigue factor that uh, anyone that's in the cancer space is well aware of mentally and emotionally and physically, I was amazed at how tired I was after, you know, I'm a relatively healthy guy. I'm a, you know, ex-basketball player, kind of a big guy. And man, it was a struggle. You know, it took me quite a while to kind of get my feet back up, up underneath me after my surgery. Uh, and and it was it was a more of a physical fatigue, but there can also be a spiritual fatigue and we need to understand how to help individuals renew their strength. And so today, uh, you're going to come with us to talk about renewing your uh, spiritual strength. And the question that I want to ask you first and foremost, what can deplete one's overall strength? I mean, what, what in, from your travels, your experience, what depletes one's strength? Sure. Um, I would say a couple of things. Uh, one uh, is mental agility. Uh, oh. Having to deal with what you know and what you don't know regarding your condition and your situation uh, and, 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 you know, hoping for the best, but not necessarily knowing the outcome and just dealing with the daily mental agility of, you know, one's condition Uh, that can be very, very exhausting. Mm. Um, Also the endurance of those uh, long treatment journeys, uh, multiple doctor visits and having to go from one doctor to the other one. And then that one sends you back to the first one and, you know, having to deal um, with the prescriptions in between and and just that kind of journey um, that can be tiring. I'm dealing with negative reports. You know, you get your faith to a certain level and then, you know, everything's going well, but then there's a a turn an unexpected turn. And then you have to deal with that. And it seems like you got to start from scratch and, you know, so uh, that can be exhausting. And then, and I would say um, lastly, uh, competing priorities because Mm. you still have to oftentimes show up like a normal person who is not dealing with any condition. You still have to show up for work. You still got to show up for your family. Yeah. You still got to show up, you know, for uh, your, your community right. um, and show up for yourself. And so <laughs> it can be very exhausting because we're as a normal post person who may not be going through these things. Um, you have to deal with it in addition to your condition. Um, and so all of those things can really deplete one's strength uh, in their journey. And you're you're right on target, Reverend. I mean, you hit the nail right on the head. It, and it is absolutely the truth. Just being overwhelmed with the stuff of the day to day grind, life, children and anything else that, that goes along with being a human being. But from a spiritual perspective, I'm going to throw you a curveball. And, I, you know, I, I always cringe when when I when I when that happens to me when I'm being interviewed. I had a guy tell me one time, he said, Reverend McCray, I'm going to ask you a really hard question and you weren't prepared for this. I was like, uh oh. But uh, from a spiritual perspective, Reverend, I mean, come on, let's keep it real. Let's keep it 100, as, as the young folks say. Shouldn't spiritual renewal kick in automatically for people of faith? Shouldn't it just automatically happen for you because, you're, you know, you've, you've professed faith in God and hope in God? Shouldn't that just kick in? 
You know, I wish that it would, you know, when, when they say supernatural, right? You think that uh, these supernatural powers yeah. come in right in yeah. those moments and just happen. But the reality of it is uh, we are still human, yeah. right? And so because of that and because we are human, uh, we still deal with very human things. Yeah. Um, and and the spirit man, um, we have we still have to work at it mm. and still allow it to work within us. Mm. Um, and sometimes we don't allow it to work within us, even when it wants to work. I'm reminded of, of Jesus in the garden, right? Yeah. Um, at his moment uh, of, of having to uh, face this uh, future of crucifixion. Yep. And, and he asked the father himself, you know, in prayer, um, if it be your will, you know, don't let this right. pass. Right. But, but if it is not my will, but your will, yeah. he didn't want to do it in yeah. his humanity. He did not want to do yeah. it, but the spirit, he knew what was the outcome and he knew the victory that was ahead. Yeah. But his humanity uh, was depleted. The Bible says that, you know, his sweat was as blood dropped. Yeah. You know, this was a very trying moment. And so um, it speaks of his humanity just as us when we're going through challenges and we're going through uh, situations that it doesn't mean that we're just able to glide and coast over them. But we still have to go through it and deal with the process uh, as we are still encased in this beautiful uh, human body. Boy, that, that, that's, that takes some weight off of my head. Being the person, the accomplished person that you are, having you say that, that means I'm not out the will of God or we're not out of the will of God when we find ourselves in, that, in those moments, even as Jesus himself did. And that's good news for all of us to remind ourselves about as we are working through our own process. And as the scripture says, work out your own, your soul salvation and fear and trembling, the Bible reminds us. That being said, uh, and you always bring us great words of wisdom, and I'm always um, enhanced and enlarged uh, by the, uh, the the wisdom that comes from you. Give us a couple of things, for, if you have four things, four practical steps to renew one's uh, spiritual strength. Uh, with the little time that we have, give us some practical things that people can do to renew their spiritual strength. Since we now know we're not out the will of God, now that we understand that being a human in the planet means that you get tired mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, what can we do to renew our spiritual strength? Absolutely. Well, I would say for a, a couple of practical steps, um, I would say one is in Psalm 27 and 17, it says to wait on the Lord, mm. right? Be of good courage and the Lord will strengthen your heart. But yeah. when we look at that weight, uh, when I looked into it, actually, the Greek term, it deals with expectation. Mm. And I think that is just so awesome. Right. When we're talking about renewing one's strength, it is having an expectation now. It doesn't mean that the, the wait may not be long. If you ever remember being in a doctor's office, you know, sometimes you're like, all right, I read every magazine article there is to read. I've listened to my iPod. When are they going to call my name? Yeah. I've been here an hour. Right. But yet and still you had an expectation to see the physician who would give you the advice on your healing journey. Yes. And so I would say part of that renewal is waiting on God, mm. but it is waiting with an expectation that God is going to come and to see your need uh, right in time uh, according to his will and, and for his glory and for your glory. All right. So and we're going to so wait on the Lord. Up. Okay. All right. Wait on the Lord. Um, secondly, I would say um, Psalm 51 and 10, it says, um, 
to, to purify, right? To cleanse. So I would say purifying your heart from wrongful thoughts. Okay. Purifying your heart from wrongful thoughts because uh, during the journey and during the process, a lot of times we can allow the negativity to consume us mm. and, and it will taint us and taint uh, the 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 will for God's life for us um, and taint our vision and taint our hope and our faith. And so create in me a clean heart and renewing in me a right spirit, yeah. not according to my feelings, emotions, not according to what other people's opinions, not even according to the doctor's opinion, okay. but according to the righteousness of the word of God so that my heart is purified to receive whatever God is doing um, and, and will renew my strength in those places of weakness. Mm. Um, I would also say um, focusing on knowing that God has uh, been reminded that God has a plan for you. That's renewing your strength, yes. right? Because we can be weary in the journey uh, in that, you know, well, why am I even alive? Or why is this happening yeah. to me? And why, why, yeah. why, 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 why? But Jeremiah 29 and 11, mm. very familiar scripture. I know the plans that I have for you, plans of good, not of evil, uh, to give you hope and an expected end, right? God has a plan. Even in this, there is a plan. Even in the pain, there is a plan. And so if you can focus on his, on him and his plan for you, it can renew your strength to give you hope for tomorrow when today seems so dismal. Ah. Uh, and then lastly, I would say um, Psalm uh, is based off a of scripture in Psalm 23, mm -hmm. one and six, right? The Lord is my shepherd. Yes. Shall not make me to lie down in green, green pastures. Um, he restores my soul. It is God that restores. It's yes. God that renews. It's God that rejuvenates. Um, but you have to follow his lead mm. and trust that he is your shepherd during this process. And as the young folks say, trust and believe. <laughs> it puts a whole nother dynamic to trusting and believing and, and allowing God, his word, his presence to renew us because we do get tired. We do get weary in well-doing. It's, it's no wonder the scripture says, don't get weary in well-doing. Well, why did it tell us that? Because you can get weary in well-doing. You're going to get weary. Absolutely. And it doesn't mean that you're out of the will of God. It doesn't mean that somehow that, you know, you God has abandoned you because you did not somehow supernaturally just receive a spiritual renewal that just kind of jumped in and kicked in on its own. It's work. It's, it's, we walk through the planet and, and we have to work through the day-to-day -day challenges of, of being uh, people that are connected to the will and purpose of God, but also staying connected to his power and his resources. And there's some things that we have to do on our, on our behalf to make that happen. And so I thank you today for taking time out of your, your very, very busy schedule and, uh, giving us some tidbits. You are awesome. Uh, I, I find you amazing. And I thank God for your ministry. And again, uh, you know, for all that you're doing. And so with that, hopefully we're going to continue to do some more of these later on down the line and just uh, feed off of, of these practical things. And I hope that someone's listening today that you've been encouraged, you've been empowered, and how to renew your strength while on a cancer journey. Today, you've heard from Reverend T.M. Brown. She's the Vice President of Ministries at Guidepost. Uh, she does amazing work across the world. Uh, she's had her own health care challenges and journeys, so she knows from which she speaks. And today she has given us words of wisdom, and hopefully you are feeling encouraged. So I thank you, Reverend. Uh, let's stay in touch. Continue to be well and be awesome. 
and uh, go out there and make a mark in the earth that cannot be erased. And uh, I'll be glad to tell people I know her. I've had her on the show, man. So with that being said, my friend, Reverend T.M. Brown, I love you. Thank you so much, dear. Love you. Thank you very much, Reverend Percy. It's an honor. God bless. All right. Until the next time, I'm Reverend Percy McCray on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Take care. God bless. And take note of that guest because you're going to hear her again coming up here in the future on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'll talk with Percy again in just a moment. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America with City of Hope or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by calling 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-HOPE, or 4673. Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. And you'll learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, Percy joins me once again at the microphone. And Percy, uh, our guest today, Reverend T.N. Brown, has been with us previously on the program, and she's explained her own personal situation with cancer. Maybe we could talk about that for just a moment. Yes, she did. She, you know, she's not just a talking head. You know, she's well-traveled and well-versed, obviously, in the matters of spirituality as a spiritual leader. Uh, She's traveled throughout the world uh, conducting uh, spiritual workshops and et cetera. But she also has experienced her own, you know, uh, dynamic in the healthcare arena. She had a a, 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 a non-cancerous tumor that was removed, mm-hmm. and uh, but she went through the same rigors mentally, emotionally, yeah. and physically of uh, having to sit across uh, the table from a doctor and and agonizing and working through hearing information about diagnostics and testing and and you know etc cetera, etc cetera. so she speaks from a perspective that that helps us to feel that she knows a little bit about the rigors of of being medically challenged is the point that I want to make here with regard to the spiritual uh affirmations and tips that she's been providing to us and we're so grateful uh that you know she's she's kind of walked that path a little bit and mm-hmm. that she can speak from a perspective of I know what it's like to sit in here a doctor kind of go over your records and your charts and give you all kind of jargon. And that's so important, isn't it? I think it is because again, ultimately, and I I've said it once, I'll say it again, you know, prior to me being diagnosed with cancer, you know, I I had supported cancer patients, but I really never understood uh, intimately what some of those dynamics were until I heard those words until the doctor called me on the phone Mm -hmm. and said, listen, it's your turn, buddy. It, it changes the dynamic a little bit, you know, Wayne, of of, of, of awareness and thought. And uh, with that being said, she certainly brought some of her own experience to the table with regard to some of the spiritual concepts that she presented to us. Well, let's talk more about this matter of renewing your strength. Of course, uh, the book of Isaiah has a great verse about renewing our strength with wings like eagles. I love that mm. imagery, don't you? Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite scriptures because it does give us uh, uh, great images to wrap our head around that, you know, that we will be able to soar and and at some point, you know, be able to regain the ability to fly uh, above our circumstances and our situations. But the fact of the matter is, and we talked about it is, even as people of faith, we get tired. You know, yeah. we just get worn down. Uh, the circumstances that we're going through, particularly when we're in an elongated healthcare challenge, 
can really take its toll upon you mentally, emotionally, physically, and certainly spiritually. And sometimes and you're need- even unaware of how much of a drain it is on us. That is true. And I've, I'm one of those people because I tend to power through things and, you know, I'll just ignore a stop sign and I'll blow right through it, you know, metaphorically speaking. But, yeah, you can you can be weary and tired and not necessarily be aware of that fact. And you need to replenish your strength. You need to renew your strength. And, and again, where we go to get our strength renewed is very important. I, I used the analogy earlier, like great great athletes who are competing or training, you know, they they use a source of some sort to, you know, their favorite sports drink or a power bar or whatever to renew their strength. Well, from a spiritual perspective, there isn't a drink or a bar that we can take or <laughs> no, eat, but no, we no do magic have cure, the, no. No. But we do have the word of God and we have the throne room of God where we can boldly go to receive help and mercy in the time of need so that we can be replenished and that we can be strengthened anew so that we can keep moving forward. But we do get tired, Wayne. We do get worn down. And that's why the scripture says, uh, do not be weary in well-doing. Well, when we get weary, then we have to stop. We have to kind of uh, replenish ourselves and we have to renew our strength And that's why the scriptures that talk about strength and the scripture that you made reference to in Isaiah is so important because it helps us to visualize what God has promised to us, that we will renew our strength like the wings of an eagle and that we will uh, walk and not be weary. We will run and not faint because at the end of the day, in many cases, not all cases for cancer patients, uh, this is a marathon and not a sprint. So yep. we're going to have to do this for the long haul, my friend. And and we talk about this often, but this renewing strength is not just for the person who has the diagnosis of, of cancer. It's also for those around them, the family members, the caregivers, the loved ones who are also under this weight of and this burden that this health crisis is, is coming our way. Well, believe it or not, and in some cases, particularly for that 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 one caregiver or a couple of caregivers who are intimately there day to day with the cancer patient, they may be mentally, emotionally, and spiritually more exhausted than the patient in some cases, and they they do need to be um, taken care of. They do need to understand that that there is a toll uh, that can take upon them as well. There's a price that they pay. Uh, for being uh, involved in that process. So we can't forget about the caregivers. Sure. We, sh- we just cannot do it. And we need to remember for those of us uh, that are connected to caregivers, we need to support and care for the caregiver. We need to provide care and support to those who are providing care and support because they too are also being uh, you know, they're being challenged. They're they're being um, tossed to and fro. They're, they, they're having their own set of issues, whether it be mental, emotional. And in some cases, I've seen caregivers who have been physically just exhausted yeah. and their health also compromised. And so we need to make sure uh, that they are also replenishing their strength on all of those levels and certainly from a spiritual care perspective. We all have different personalities and different needs, of course, and we have to be sensitive to each other. But I'm wondering if maybe sometimes if we observe uh, in a friend that they they are running low on this mm. energy, uh, spiritually or physically, that we can come alongside and encourage them. Now, you got to be careful, of course, right? 
You have to be careful because in some cases, uh, particularly with caregivers, uh, you know, they don't want to give the impression, first of all, that that they're that they're displaying any signs of weakness, number one. So there can be a pride dynamic that's at work, you know, because they're there and they're they're committed to the person that they're caring for. But the other element of that is, and we talk about this very often also, is that people also may be private. They they may not want any individual to kind of intrude into their space so we have to kind of use some wisdom Mm -hmm. uh and and be and be as uh gentle as we possibly can but depending upon the relationship that you have with the caregiver uh you may have a little more you know uh authority to basically step in a little more say sure yeah exactly that is correct and and help them particularly if they're really struggling i'll tell you a story about a, a neighbor of mine that her husband, he did not have cancer, but he had a, another de- degenerative type of illness. And I hadn't seen him, but I would see her from time to time. And I could just tell she was kind of disheveled looking. You could mm. tell she she looked tired. Her hair didn't look quite, you know, as kept as it normally did. And I just stopped and asked her, how are you doing? Is there everything okay? You look a little tired. And, and as soon as I said that to her, she literally just opened up and she just wept. Oh. And, uh, you know, so it was I was I was being led, but I was kind of observing. But you just have to be careful and you have to be mindful. But there may be times that you need to kind of, you know, approach a caregiver and maybe just ask an open ended question that they may react and respond to. And then you can maybe monitor how you respond and react from there. But, yes, caregivers, we need to be mindful and, and certainly watchful. Uh, as they're trying to take care of loved ones, for sure. I'm conscious of the saying that, you know, we need to be the answer to our own prayers. I'm just wondering if we can't be the source of strength for someone who maybe is running a little low on themselves. Yeah, it's a great, that's a great point. You're absolutely right. So we can be kind of that human resource that may be able to kind of be that, you know, that source to replenish them. And mm-hmm. again, some simple things that we can do, maybe offer to take them shopping, maybe yeah. offer if it's if it's a female, hey, let's go to uh, go get our hair done or get, you know, a manicure or a pedicure, anything that will basically uh, kind of eliminate a little bit and decompress some of the stress, anxiety, and the day-to-day weight and burden of being a caregiver. Certainly we may be a, a type of source uh, that can help eliminate or alleviate uh, some of the burden that a caregiver is experiencing. And that's a great yeah. gift to give to someone. Yeah, and you said it earlier, let's make sure the relationship is what it needs to be before we step mm-hmm. into a person's life like that. We can't just barge in, can we? No, we should not barge in. We shouldn't be like the cavalry and just show up <laughs> with the bugle blowing in the background. So, yeah, we have <laughs> yeah. to tread lightly and and, and respectfully and, and responsibly. But we can certainly uh, attempt to dip our toe in the water. And again, based upon the relationship, maybe offer, make a recommendation, but test the waters to kind of see exactly where that caregiver is located. And then uh, see if there's a door that may be open to you that you may be able to walk into at that point. We have many resources available on our website. Website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. There are resources there that can, you know, help you draw strength. There's scripture resources and other thoughts that Percy has put together, just uh, things that are so very helpful in this regard. So check that out at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And while you're at the website, do two more things. One, subscribe to this podcast. That way you'll never miss an episode. And number two, why don't you take a moment and answer a question this week? Where do you draw your strength from? I think that's the question that the way you put it, isn't it, Percy? 
That's exactly right. Where do you draw your strength from? Where do you draw your strength from is the question on the table. Feel free to answer. And we'd love to kind of react to that and just hear your thoughts for sure. Answer at healthhopeandinspiration.com. When you click on connect, the drop down box there will give you a place to type in your response. And believe me, we really appreciate it and we'll make use of them anonymously, of course, but we really Mm -hmm. enjoy hearing from our listeners. We like to make this a two way street whenever possible. So thanks for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. But let's go back to that scripture that you shared with us earlier to set the tone for this whole program. Well, we've been talking about renewing one's strength while on a cancer journey or or in any scenario, to be quite frank. And uh, with that second uh, Thessalonians, second Thessalonians in the third verse, and it says, but the Lord, but the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. Today, I want to remind everyone that uh, you certainly can uh, touch base with family, friends, and individuals that may be a type and a source of strength for you. But ultimately, at the end of the day, remember that the Lord has promised to us uh, because of his faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness, as the old song will go, Mm -hmm. is that he will strengthen you and he will protect you from the evil one. And so our ultimate source of strength comes from above, from the Father of lights today. And I want you to be encouraged and I want you to be strengthened as you are reminded today that your strength can and will be renewed like the wings on an eagle. God bless. Thanks for these moments of conversation today, Percy. Thank you so very much. And again, to our listeners, go to the website, healthhopeandinspiration.com to avail yourself of the resources that Percy's made available to us there. God bless you, brother. We'll talk to you next time. Absolutely. And while you're being renewed, remember, we have work to do. So keep chopping the wood. We'll talk again real soon. You've been listening to Health, Hope and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is sponsored by and produced by Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute-designated comprehensive cancer center. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute-designated comprehensive cancer center. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, and Phoenix take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific need. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.